for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Yeah, so we are live on uh, YouTube already. I've been trying oh. to just get the links out already. Okay. And so we're just going to kind of jump right into it. Uh, Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining <laughs> us, Amber. It's been, it hasn't been that long since you were on the podcast. Right? Yeah. Or, yeah, no, I don't think so. I'm, it's been so, been such a crazy year so far. It's like, I don't even know what month it is anymore. So maybe like six months, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Cause I was in, uh, I was in Florida when we did the podcast, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, I'm glad you were here. Um, I remember because we're so we're doing a fu podcast fundraiser to benefit pancreatic cancer research. That's kind of the whole point of this ordeal. And I really appreciate you jumping on because I remember when I did your podcast, my mom mentioned that she really liked your story. So cause oh. she would sit she would eat, if I wasn't in Florida, she would listen to the podcast. But if I was in Florida, if she wasn't asleep when I was doing the podcast, she would turn the TV off and just kind of listen to whatever she could hear of the conversation. Yeah. So, well, cool. Hi, mom. <laughs> if you're watching or listening, uh, uh, she passed away in July from. Oh from no! Yeah, I'm so um, sorry to hear that. Uh, it's you know it's it's one of those things where it all happened really fast, and that's yeah, kind of, I had originally planned on doing this before she passed away, and then she kind of. Um, you know, went downhill a lot quicker than we anticipated. So, well, that makes this whole thing a lot more personal. Yeah, it does. And that's because, you know, it was one of those things I was been talking to a lot of the people that are going to be on here today. And if you guys are watching, make sure you're sticking around all day. We've got a great lineup of musicians that are going to come on, tell personal stories, just great conversations all day. But I'd been talking to a uh, few of the people that are going to be on. And I was like, if this wasn't for my mom, I would have probably given up like two weeks ago. Cause as of like oh. Wednesday, we only had like 15% of the people confirmed. And I'm like, man, but it was for my mom. So it's like, <laughs> all right, we're going to just keep, we're going to keep it pushing and we'll keep it going. So. Well, I'll, I'll go ahead and speak for every artist that's going to be on here today that we pretty much wake up every day and wonder what are we doing with our lives? So oh. you just have to kind of push that out of your mind and keep going. Yeah. Very true. Very true. <laughs> So, um, first off, want to thank you for jumping on. Really appreciate it. it. This is kind of weird and different because we don't do the intros for these longer form deals. But um, what's what's kind of been going on? What's new? I know you're you're staying busy as always. So, <laughs> what's new in your world? Yeah. So one of the reasons I was so scared that I wasn't going to get my Zoom to work is because uh, we're filming, finishing up filming for my latest video, uh, music video, Jesse J, which is my latest single. And we were just filming like five minutes ago. We've been filming since seven o'clock this morning. Oh, wow. And so doing like drone and... shots out here in the country. And I got to my house like five minutes before I had to log on and yeah, oh, it was crazy, but uh, that's what's that's, been going on. That's why I look all dolled up. I don't normally look like this at 10 o'clock on a Thursday. <laughs> oh, it's all good. I'm glad you're here. I was glad you were able to make it. You know, you're one of the first people to reach out about wanting to do this. So I really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so 
as far as uh, Jesse J, uh, what's the story behind that? Is that leading into a new album or are you just kind of releasing that as a single? Well, so I'm pretty sure I told you this last time, but um, this whole year we've been, the plan was to release one single a month with an accompanying video. Now, obviously I bit off a lot more than I could do with that. (laughs) So this will be our fourth or fifth release of this year uh, with an accompanying video. Um, I also got married in May, so I don't know why I thought I could tackle that and be married, get you know, plan a wedding and work a normal job. Um, that is but, right. I do uh, remember you telling me that you were getting ready <laughs> for the wedding, or you had just gotten back from the wedding. Now I'm. I think I was getting ready for the wedding when we yeah. spoke. Um, so. but yeah, no, this song is actually about my '97 Camaro when I was in high school. Uh, uh, the first vehicle I ever had was my dad's old minivan Mm -hmm. and I rocked it. I mean, I totally like, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this. And it was red with a brown striped uh, wood grain panel on the side. I mean, it was awful, but I just, I owned it. (laughs) Me and my girlfriends would be rocking with the windows down. Um, I remember one time I had a guy in there that I had a crush on and we were at Sonic and a roach crawled across the middle thing. And I was mortified. Um, So I begged my dad for anything else. And um, lo and behold, he got me a 97 silver T-topped Camaro. Nice. Now I drove that thing for over 13 years. And it wasn't until I got married that my husband bought me a brand new car, but I still have the 97 Camaro, but I felt like it was time for her to have her moment in the spotlight and a little bit uh, stardom because everything that I put her through and everything she helped me make it through. And uh, I named her Jessie Jane because me and her are like outlaws that took on the world together. And she always had my back, even though, she was held together by prayers and paint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's just a fun little song about me and Jesse Jane riding the roads. And does does she make an appearance in the video or? Oh yeah, she's all oh. throughout the video. <laughs> okay. Well, I wasn't sure since you'd gotten a new car if you just let it go or? No, no. So I actually gave her back to my dad because okay. I felt like that was the only thing right to do because he bought it. Um. And he talked about giving it to my little sister, but I, I was like, nah, I'm just afraid. What if she wrecked her? <laughs> yeah. And what That's year awful. was it again? She's a 97. Okay. Silver gotcha. Camaro. Gotcha. So yeah, like it's not that well, 20 years old. I guess that's pretty old for a car nowadays, right? Well, I've heard that at 20 years, you can get a classic tag. I don't know. <laughs> Is a 97 T-top worth putting a classic tag on? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not... Like I know about like the vintage stuff, yeah. But anything in the '90s. If you told me, oh, that's a good car, I was like, oh. I wasn't I, driving in the '90s, so I don't know. So. I was gonna say she was always a really good car to me, and Lord <laughs> knows I did more than I probably should with that car. <laughs> and she never left me stranded anywhere. And I, I drove that car all the way to Austin and just places I shouldn't have drove that car. Yeah. Hey. But we made it. You got the miles out of it and sure beats the heck out of the uh, minivan, right? Yes. I can't even tell you how many miles she has. Like, I can't even count that high. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I just. <laughs> she is on her third transmission. I will tell you that. that. Wow. And, you know, <laughs> it, those are the cars that are, it's like, you could easily put a transmission in because. Yeah. Because nowadays you don't dare put a transmission in the car because they're so. Your chips. Yeah. <laughs> so. 
anyways so any idea when that uh, music video is going to come out or just because because it's still like in the editing process i mean it should be out before thanksgiving that's the timeline my buddy who is our- fast holy yeah, my buddy who's my videographer, he's also a singer-songwriter that uh-huh. has a full-time job. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's he's probably just as busy as I am, and he's struggling to get it all done, but he does a really good job. He did my barbershop mm-hmm. video, my digging video, and my Ryan. So he does a phenomenal job. Um, and he does try to get it done as fast as he can, but he does have just as crazy of a schedule. So hopefully before Thanksgiving, because we have another single that we would like to come out right after Thanksgiving. Okay. Uh, is it a Christmas song by chance or? No, we did a Christmas song last year. Okay. Yeah. I'm... We did a cover of Willie Nelson's Pretty Paper last year. Oh, right? wow. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Should go look it up. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that That's one thing I hope doesn't die as we come out of this pandemic is last year, it seems like musicians were doing a little bit more out of the ordinary stuff, like writing Christmas originals or like seasonal songs. And I, you know, it's just one of those things where I hope we don't lose that, you know? Yeah. Because even though, even though it is like only a song that you can only play during certain times of the year, once you get to a certain point, then you don't ever have to write like, you know, it's, it's just something seasonal and special that you can play. I don't know. But. Well, I will say I kind of sidestepped that a little bit. That's the reason we did the song Pretty Paper, because it can also go as a not Christmas song. Uh, so I did that on purpose strategically. Honestly, I'm not the biggest fan of Christmas music. Eh, that's fair. That's fair. I've written one Christmas song, but it's very theatrical. It's almost like a song that would go for a play. Yeah. Not like a song you would have on an album. Yeah, I gotcha. It it definitely is an acquired taste, Christmas music. <laughs> because you you can get the stuff that's really good or the stuff that's just really cheesy and bad. So I 100% get it. I, you yeah. know, but I'm a sap for the holidays just because uh, I feel like everybody's on their best behavior and, or at least tries to be, who knows? Uh, I don't know. Black Friday is not a good example. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's kind of why I stopped going out on Black Friday, but... Oh, my gosh. So I think I'm going to try to brave it this year. I've never done it, but I really need a new computer pretty bad. Yeah. Um, And I feel like that's the only way I'm going to get one. So I'm going to try it. Pray that I don't die. (laughs) We will. Memphis people can be ruthless. Yeah. Well, honestly, I last year I did it mostly online, and it was just fine. Okay. Oh, yeah, they have the Cyber Monday. Well, no, they even do it on Black Friday, too. Like, all the deals become available online. Oh, maybe I should do that. That sounds a lot safer. Yeah, because I need a new air fryer because I got one a couple years ago for Christmas, and it was, like, just one of the cheap ones that you can get for $20, $30. And it's done its job, but it's, like, I use it so much now that it's, like, okay, I need something a little bit more sturdy that'll cook food efficiently and not have to come and flip the basket every five minutes because the <laughs> food's burning or whatever. I got to admit, I haven't got on the uh, air fryer bandwagon yet. It's man. I don't even know where to begin with it. Like it's cool. Like if you're, if you're into eating like chicken nuggets and French fries and stuff like that, it's really good for that because it gives you like the nice air or the a nice, like a lot of fried food. foods. What's that? A lot of fried foods. Yeah. A lot of the, like the traditional fried foods. 
it mm. gives it the nice crispy texture. Whereas if you put it in the oven or whatever, and it's still kind of soggy or, you know, whatever it is. So that's really cool. But other than that, it, it's, it's just an extra thing in the house for me. Novelty. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, there's people that swear by it, so I can't, can't go wrong with it. Yeah. My, my joke is those are the people that don't know how to cook. But the, oh, yeah. I'm I, kidding. But you, you know what though? <laughs> I have figured I di- did perfect my chicken wing recipe out of the air okay. fryer. That's like, like the number one thing I've heard people cooking in it that yeah. turns out perfect is a chicken yeah. wing. Yeah, because you know it doesn't take as long. If, whereas if you do it in the oven, it like takes forever. But um and that's the other reason why i want it or want to get a new air fryer i can't believe we're talking about air fryers that's so funny (laughs) we can move on (laughs) it's all good um but yeah so that that's like the one thing i need this year that's the hairdresser in me i can talk about anything for hours that's perfect you know it's funny because (laughs) originally when i was doing this we were setting out to uh break a world record for the world's longest audio podcast live stream like some weird record and oh lord Guinness emailed me and was like, Hey, we appreciate you doing this, but this is what you need. And we recommend that you wait until after COVID and like all the various different things going on. And I'm like, all right, because we had to have like two witnesses at every person's place. And I'm like, that's just a lot, you know, Oh Jesus. yeah. So it was just like, okay, we'll, we'll make it work with what we got. And then, um, so the original idea was I knew you were coming on and I was like going to grow my hair out. I wasn't going to get a haircut for like three months and just let my hair be like super whatever. And if we hit our goal of 60 hours, I was going to drive out to you and let you shave my hair like down to the skin. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I've done it once before, but I was like uber skinny at the point and i went to denny's and they thought i was a sick kid from the local children's hospital oh my god and i was i was like no no not 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 that you know i was just nope i just chose to look like this (laughs) but no that was the original idea and then guinness kind of squashed the hopes of doing the record so (laughs) we'll we'll get it we'll get our shot though but um just to kind of update everybody, we've got the Pan Can fundraiser. We're going to be going pretty much all weekend, a few minor breaks, all that fun stuff. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube or uh, Facebook or wherever, the donation link should be in the comment sections below. So if you can donate, we'd really appreciate it. It's in honor of my mother who passed away July 6th from pancreatic cancer. And we are here to help fund research and awareness because my mom went we figure about a year and a half with pancreatic cancer before she knew she even had it. So yeah, it's, it's a very serious thing. And for whatever reason, people just kind of tend to forget about it. Um, you mind if I ask how she found out? Uh, well, so was it just a routine checkup or was she having problems? No, she was, it was, back in March, she was having for about a year prior, she had been complaining of like mild back pain. And so she went to the chiropractor, chiropractor adjusted her. She was fine, perfect. Um, and then she went to the, uh, her and my dad went on a trip 
and her back pain just got so severe. Mm-hmm. So she was like, I can't do anything. I need to go to the doctor or the ER, whatever. She went to the ER, got a CAT scan. They said, oh, it's a UTI. So they put her on meds for UTI. Obviously, I don't know all the specifics of what go on there, but they gave her some meds for that. And like two days later, her pain was like a hundred times worse. And she went back. And they said, whoever said you had a UTI didn't know what they were talking about. There is a mass on your pancreas. You need to get to a doctor to get this checked out. Wow, that's kind of scary. Yeah. Because that sounds so normal. Back pain, everybody has that. And then UTI, everybody has that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it was one of those things where um, when she was notified she had a mass in her pancreas, automatically they just assume it's cancer or they automatically say it's cancer because 99% Mm. of the time it is. Um, And so she went to Tampa because they were, they were in the Florida keys at the time and they went to like the local hospital, whatever it was. And then they transferred up to Tampa and every doctor that saw her just looked at the pancreas or at the cat scan or whatever. And was like, you're just now having back pains. You know, this is just now bothering you. Like it was so far advanced, but even in that, we still thought we had eight months. You know, we thought we had like month because when we were talking to the doctor, it was like, all right, are we talking days, weeks, months, you know, and they kept saying months. And it's like, okay, my mom's goal was to make it to Christmas because that was her favorite holiday, you know, and then she just uh, like I went down there in May, beginning of May, and she was doing all right. And then like the end of May, she just took a really weird turn. Yeah. And it just went downhill from there. So Okay. Well, I'm sorry of... to hear that. I, I wasn't trying to make you rehash no, it. No, no. I just thought since we're raising awareness, just in case, if there are any weird warning signs that like you just and, said, sounds so normal that people should pay thing. attention to. And that's kind of why I chose PanCan, the fundraiser or the, the nonprofit we're working for. But because because of the funds that they've already raised Mm -hmm. and all the clinical trials and all the research they're able to do, they've been able to raise the survival rate of pancreatic cancer to 10%. Wow. Which still isn't a lot. But when you think about it, it was in single digits prior, you know, before, and they just recently got it into 10% survival rate. Yeah. So- you know, at least we have that glimmer of hope, you know, going into it that they're, they're figuring out the, uh, figuring out how to kind of, uh, attack it, I guess is the way to look at it. But when people are ignoring the signs or don't know the signs or, you know, any of that stuff, it's kind of hard to, you know, do yeah. anything about it when it's already too late you know well that's good hopefully this uh, raises some awareness out there yeah hopefully and you know it's we'll be doing this all day so i'm hopefully we can help change somebody's life or change somebody's life or you know raise a little bit of awareness oh we got a friend 
Yes. <laughs> he likes oh. to get up on my my shoulder like this whenever I'm typing and working and stuff. He wants to sit right here. All so right. nice. Well, all right, he's, he's, he's gonna he's, sit right here for the rest of the interview. Say, oh, say it's hi, all good. Hi. So, have you had any um, personal experiences with cancer, pancreatic cancer, any family members? Uh, thankfully, no, that I am aware of. Um, but it's funny that we're talking about this today because actually my little sister is, uh, dealing with something. I, I don't think that's what it is. You never know though. Yeah. Um, she had a C-section with her son who is now seven years old and they think it has something to do with that. Mm. But the day before, uh, Thanksgiving, she's going to go in for a procedure where they kind of stick a camera up and try to figure out what's going on because so they think maybe, maybe something to do with her bladder she's not exactly sure but maybe pancreatitis which is we're not sure yeah. so well, but i don't really know anything about anything medical um so i might just mention this to her because she knows a little bit more than i do so yeah for sure it's um you know and that's one thing that i really like about pancan is the second that i went on their website and i just sent an email every day it was like Hey, this, Hey, this, Hey, this, if you need support, go here. If you, you know, and then after my mom passed away, it was like, Hey, are you okay? Are you, you know, and just like everybody cared. So it was, wow. like, it was amazing. So that is that, really awesome. Yeah. And they, they do groups. They have like individual pan can support groups for, I'm guessing it's pretty much major cities. Cause it's like, Pancan Dallas, Pancan Chicago, South Florida, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. So that's really cool and supportive. So, um, but yeah, so that that's kind of what we're doing today. And I really appreciate you jumping on here and chatting a little bit. Um, so as you kind of, I'm assuming you're, once you jump off here, you're going right back to the music video. Yeah. Yes, actually, my videographer is waiting in the kitchen. He's petting my other two cats. <laughs> oh, that's that's cool. Uh, but I don't. And then I'm gonna want... be back at the barbershop at twelve. I've got some customers coming in today, and then I have to drive to Jackson because I'm doing another interview with the Delta Heritage Center, the Tina Turner Museum out there. Oh, nice. That's cool. I got Did a crazy get... day, and then I have to have dinner with my lead guitar player. He's been kind of traveling around the country and he said he's got some big news for me and the drummer. So I don't know what that means. Um, I don't know. Like, he I mean, said I'm not in no... trouble though. Nine times out of 10, I'm in trouble. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then um, are you doing any show? Or do you have any shows coming up or is it all pretty much just working and music videos right now? Um, I probably do. I can't really think at the moment of my Memphis shows, but I know I'll be playing on the 5th at the Commodore Grill in Nashville. Awesome. And mm -hmm. you go to Nashville quite frequently? I go to Nashville about once a month. Uh, that's a really good amount. It's not too much, but yeah. it's just enough to keep everything relevant, you know? Yeah. Because Nashville's sure. about three, three and a half hours from me. For sure, for sure. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and of course, I'm still recording with my producer out there. So it's enough time for us to kind of have a little moment, recoup, uh, make sure we're on the same page and then go back and do our separate things. Awesome. That's really cool. And then as far as um, things in Memphis, how are things in Memphis going with like the COVID? Are they starting to chill out with the shows or are you starting to see more shows pop up or? I think they're, I think we're doing pretty good. Um, mm -hmm. They lifted the mask mandate and most of the shows 
are back. Um, a few places haven't started doing music yet still, which kind of stinks. Um, yeah, in the living room. No, there should be a big one. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's, it's kind of in the middle, maybe. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to keep you too much longer with the, um, with your uh, music video and stuff going on. Okay. Um, but I do want to, every interview that we do today, um, we are going to be asking a random question off of this party question app that I downloaded last night. Oh no. <laughs> so I have no idea what it's going to ask. I just saw this question, so it's hilarious, but we'll go with it. Um, so it's just random. It could be funny. It could be interesting. It could be deep, you know, whatever. So before we let you go here, do you believe, do you believe people are mostly good or mostly bad? Mostly good. Okay. Fair. Do I need I to go know. deeper into that? <laughs> I mean, it, if you want to go for it, if not, we can leave it at that. I wasn't sure how this that question was going to get answered. So, yeah, I mean, I guess part of it happens to be uh, directed by your upbringing and mm -hmm. your influences. But on average, even though I do watch a lot of murder mysteries, I think people are usually good. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Awesome. And it's funny how how much people will surprise you sometimes when you're not expecting it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Especially in the South. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a little nicer down there. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel it in Texas. So it, yeah. it's, it's always interesting, but anyways, um, well, once again, thank you so much for jumping on really appreciate it. Uh, if people want to check out your music and all that stuff, where's the uh, best place for them to do that? Yeah. So everything I streamlined it as easy as it could be. It's Amber Ray Dunn. That's A M B E R R A E. D-U-N-N, -N, and that's Spotify, iTunes, my email, like everything. Instagram, at Amber Ray Dunn. Facebook, at Amber Ray Dunn. Gmail, Amber Ray Dunn at gmail.com. <laughs> I tried my best to be streamlined. That way there could be no confusion, and you can find me if you need me. Awesome, awesome. Well, once again, thank you so much for jumping on here. Really appreciate it. And um, we are going to wrap up this first interview it was a success i'm happy yes. and, thank you uh, for having me and this is a wonderful cause y'all please donate yes please donate would really appreciate it like i'd mentioned before the link is below and we've got the lenores coming up next